Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome everybody to another edition of In the Pain Overtime. Short story, short topics, hard hitting. We just want to get into it. Uh, recently, I was uh, talking to a high school football coach I know, and he was. We we're asking. He's asking me about different accolades for a great player uh, who went on to USC, a wide receiver. And he won a couple of national titles with the Trojans in the mid 2000s and played in the NFL, New York Giants. And speaking of Steve Smith, it's pretty interesting, Ani. There's like three Steve Smiths from LA <laughs> at the same time. So people get confused. They're like, is that the Carolina Panthers, Steve Smith? I'm like, no, this is the New York Giants, Steve Smith, who went to Taft and, and the Carolina Panthers one went to West, uh, school in West Los Angeles um, University High School. So two great NFL receivers from LA around the same time with the same name is pretty like. Interesting, but we were talking about their retiring his jersey at Taft High, which is in the San Fernando Valley. And he was, we know his accolades in football. He was the state's all time leading receiver for 10, about 10 years. He graduated in 2003. So from 2002, the football season to 2012, he had more receptions and more yards than any other athlete in state history. And it's very funny. The funny thing is about it is at 14, he didn't play varsity because he wasn't old enough in CIF. You have to be 15 and he couldn't get a waiver. Um, and it was funny because he would have had another 60 or 70 catches at 14. He was their best receiver in the, in the, in their team, in their program at 14. So he would attack on another 60 yard, 60 catches, probably a thousand yards. Cause he ended up with 271 catches and over almost 4,500 yards. So it was, he was, he was an all time. This is one of the better, performers and and he was a great basketball player so he was like ronnie what are his basketball numbers so i'm like oh shit you know <laughs> uh, god i don't remember us tracking it down because he played varsity as a freshman and uh he played all four years and he's one of those guys that didn't take up too much time off so he got right into basketball like by mid-december end of december because they were a good football team so his senior year and junior year they went to the section finals so he joined basketball maybe December 20th and he didn't need that much time off. You know, he didn't need 10 practices. He just got in there and he putting up a dub. So uh, Steve had a great career. So, I'm, uh, you know, he's getting up there. It's crazy how much time has passed by. He's in his late thirties now. Again, he's a 2003 graduate. So it was a nice ceremony. His family was there. He has kids and, um, you know, one got us to think of the greatest athletes and he's definitely one. Uh, one of them, and he he did track. He was on a four by one hundred team that was nationally ranked, 
he can fill in and play volleyball a little bit. I don't think he played on the team, but like he can play volleyball, knew how to play, and he was a swimmer. So it's like, you know, and he played in the NFL, but he's it's pretty interesting, Chelsea. I think you know some of the players like Oscar Belfield, Justin Hawkins, yeah. guys people you probably heard of mm-hmm. who played college ball, like Steven's Taft's all-time leading scorer, including his high school teammate Jordan Farmar. Wow. So, uh, you know, he's their all-time leading scorer and it's a great athlete. So, got to, we got to talking about great athletes and what defines a great athlete. And I wouldn't say Steve, Steve is the best athlete I've ever seen, but I, I think he's the best unassuming athlete I've ever seen. So, hmm. you talked about on another in the paint shorts about like, oh my God, that guy's so physically dominant or he jumps so well. And that seems to be the thing with, with basketball and some evaluators on it that are not very good at it. They, they evaluate jumping too much. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, a guy dunks at, you know, eighth grade. Oh, my God, he's a great athlete. So I wanted to get your take on what we're missing when it comes to great athletes, because I, I would say not all great athletes, uh, you know, they don't all jump and not all uh, jumpers are great athletes. You know, they, so mm-hmm. on, what's your, your high line take on that? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Talk about that, because I remember when I first started evaluating, I thought athleticism was just vertical. Right. Uh, like hand-eye coordination, lateral, uh, changing directions and speeds. Uh, just just the those type of things I look at. <laughs> right. And when you talk about an athlete, I think the best at in some guys is like, OK, are they good open court athletes? Like are there like for a basketball player, you see him do like an East Bay, like between the legs and warm ups. But yeah. in the game, he can't ever jump in traffic yeah. and dunk it. Like, you look, okay, you're not good in tight spaces. You're not a good athlete in tight spaces. You're only good when it's open. And those, those things like that, um, that's to me what, you know, when you talk about great athletes, that's what they do. Some yeah. guys are so worried about like the vertical pop. <laughs> that that kid may not be great laterally. Like you see then NBA, like some guys that are probably your best dunkers aren't your best defenders. Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's a, a lot of those things kind of come into play on that. So yeah, that to me what is what athleticism really means or what a great athlete does. Yeah. And, and you learn that, you know, you over the years and I, I know exactly what you're saying. Cause we've talked about some of the great young athletes uh, and, and sometimes as a translator, they're way ahead. We just talked about that on another in the paint shorts about athleticism and dominance at a young age, but it doesn't, you know, you, the game of basketball involves a lot more. And for Steve, you know, he didn't really, it was just natural to him. He didn't have to, you know, he didn't practice per se as much as the other basketball players. And he played with other D one players. Like I said, he played with Jordan Farmer who went on to the NBA and he went on to NFL, but he just had the natural ability in all sports. So, so Chelsea, do you feel the same as, um, Ani, or do you do you like when you watch young players and I'm speaking of the boys right now, like, do you see that or do you define athleticism? Do you see it in a slightly different scope or, or what defines it for you? I see it in a very similar scope. Um, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with movement. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about speed and stuff, how you're able to reach your peak within certain movements, movements. Sure. you know? Um, I think that is a huge factor in athleticism. And, and Ani talked about it. Like, there's a lot of guys that can jump you know, when nobody's around, but can't do it in traffic, can't do it, you know, in space. And and those things absolutely matter. Um, yeah. I also think too, like, uh, I like to think of a complete athlete when when one movement is maybe taken away, how they're able to use something else to offset it. 
So that's where I think the physicality aspect comes in. Okay, I have this power and explosion this direction. I get cut off. Now I can use my body to carry me through um, from point A to point B. So that's, I think, a good combination of of the best athlete if I'm defining it, how it comes in. But I also think, too, like the combination of both and how a player is able to use their coordination, too, in, in order to achieve whatever they're trying to get done. So, you know, you have to break down every sport has its own things. On sure. talks about basketball, your ability to move laterally, your ability yeah. to stop and go. We see a lot of stop and go in football when guys yeah. are, you know, running backs, receivers, having to cut and change directions. So it's a, it's a combination of everything. But ultimately, the movement and the coordination, to me, is going to define what makes somebody a great athlete. Because if you can combine all of those things together, you can pretty much be placed in any sport or any type of thing that requires athletic ability and be successful. So, you know, I'm not talking about the specific skills of the sport per yeah. se, but I'm just saying, if you have that good combination, you're going to be, you know, able to do some damage anywhere you go, whether it's, you know, on the football field, the soccer field, the basketball court, you know, that that's what I, how I see it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it involves a lot. I will just put you guys on the spot a little bit, and I'll talk about Steve real quick. Uh, he's not probably the best athlete I've seen, but he's the best unassuming athlete I've ever seen. So when you look at Steve, if you saw him on the street, you would say, oh, he, he just, you know, he might have played high school sports or something. He doesn't stand out. He's not uh, like a Randy Moss and he's not over a blazer, uh, you know, like Antonio Brown or, or another guy who just has great top speed. Just something about him. He knows how to get open. He's total body control. He, he knows how to catch the ball at, the, at this peak. He knows how to bring it down. He knows how to take a hit. And in basketball, he just knew how to move. He could play a little guard. And again, his skills would have got better if he didn't focus on it. He was obviously going to be a big-time college player, and he did start on a nationally ranked USC team and, and played start in the NFL. So it's not like it didn't work out. So yeah. it's just something about him. And I guess his coach was kind of joking. His coach is Troy Starr, who coached many other good D1 players. And he coached at Helix High in, in San Diego, and he coached at Taft. And he was like, you know, when Steve practiced, he was really good. He's all, but in the game, he just went to another level that he can never duplicate in practice. And I never hardly hear that. It's usually the opposite. A guy who's a great practice player, that's as good as you're going to be. So some of these guys just have it innate. And again, I just wanted to talk about his basketball numbers that he had uh, 1,873 points, which is about 22.8 points per game over his career. He averaged 17.3 points as a freshman. He went up to 26 and a half as a sophomore. And then the team got better and Jordan joined the team. So his average kind of dipped a little bit yeah. uh, to 25 points as junior and then 22.3 points his senior when they were the, had their best team. So yeah. shout out to Steve Smith. Uh, uh, Chelsea, who is the best uh, high school athlete or high school age athlete you've seen like that? High school athlete. Yeah. Wow. That's a good question, Ronnie. You know, I I don't remember people in high school. I remember the athletes that I saw, you know, when yeah. I was in high school. I was in high school from <clears throat> 2004 to 2008. Yeah. So when I think the greatest athletes, I don't remember anybody from my time that wow. I think would stand out that I could point out on this podcast that people would recognize. Wow. Um, but just people that I had the ability to watch throughout yeah. their careers. If I have to pick a female, um, and even as a basketball player, when I look at females, I, I think the best athletes in the world are either track stars or somebody like Serena Williams, who's playing tennis. 
People right. are always like, oh, no, you know, basketball, like you're a basketball player, you know, you're coming up against the best athletes. But when I think of complete athleticism, I yeah. think of people like Jackie Joyner Kersey, oh, you know, yeah. an amazing track and field superstar. I think of Serena Williams, who just as the combination of strength, size, power, speed, ability, you know, she's playing in a sport where you have to constantly change directions, where you have to yeah. hit with force to be able to dominate. And, you know, I see a lot of girls in the WNBA who are amazing athletes in their own right. But when I have to line them up against other athletes in other sports around the world, I just don't think the basketball players are, are our absolute best. Um, yeah. So for me, I don't know anybody necessarily in my high school era. But if I had to just pick two women off the top of my head, I'm going to go with Jackie Drenner Kersey and Serena. Um, and then, you know, on, on the men's side, I have to go with my guy, Bron. Uh, you know, and I made that statement about just basketball players in general. But I've had the opportunity to watch Braun grow and, you know, just the explosion, the size, you know, 6, oh, 8, yeah. 50, the speed, the burst, um, and then just the durability, which I think yeah. we need to throw into athleticism, too, is just it's, it, it, can you do all these things and still be built to last? Yeah. And, and, and that's why he would be at the top of my list uh, in terms of our greatest. Yeah, um, very interesting. Yeah, Ani, go ahead and jump in there. Okay, for me, I, I forgot one of the names. I'm from Tyler, so you know it was a big football state. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in mean, football city area. So like Pat Mahomes for me. Wow. Oh yeah. Best athlete, high school athlete I've seen, like in person. Yeah. Um, uh, every, everyone also all know about Pat as a football player. He was a tremendous quarterback at White House. Okay. Uh, basketball. He was like one of the best players we had in his class in the area. I mean, not saying it's a great crop of talent, but he was really good. He was a good, like he could, he was a scholarship basketball player. No doubt. And That's then, with Steve. and then baseball, I mean, he got drafted <laughs> in baseball. Yeah. So yeah. like he was a pitcher. He was, I remember him throwing no hitters. Like yeah. Pat was in the newspaper all season. Like it was like, you know, you have your football, then your basketball, like East Texas player of the year or first team. And then baseball, like Pat Mahomes, throws a no hitter. Like, Best athlete I've ever I've I've ever seen in the high school. Yeah. You know, yeah. just football dominated, basketball dominated area, and baseball dominated. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I forgot his name played for the Ravens. Um, went to John Tyler was a football and basketball guy, like six five, just wow. big body, like athletic. You know, two foot leaper, football play linebackers in the NFL was a Division one like was like a low major basketball talent as well. Yeah. So like. I'll get his name, but yeah, yeah, like those are the best athletes I've seen in high school. Yeah, and that that makes sense. Uh, you know, the football basketball combos really. I'm interested in, but not because I like those two sports and honoring those are popular sports, especially in Texas, but like because they overlap. So you don't right. have much time to get in all these practices. You better join the team for the Christmas tournaments and stuff because football just ended. You got to recover pretty fast compared to like if you played football and baseball. And you didn't play basketball. You have a little time off. You can recoup, get your hand-eye up, get in the rhythm. So it's always awesome to see the football, basketball, because you got to get into it right away. And there's no time for practice. You got to be naturally good, you know. And obviously, Mahomes was, Steve Smith was, and there's a host of other guys, a host of other guys we can name. So yeah, I like your picks, uh, Chelsea, Jackie Joyner, Curse. I'm pretty sure she was one of the first scholarship athletes at UCLA to get a basketball scholarship. Yeah, she played hoops. And I know she was good. I mean, there wasn't a pro league around, but you could imagine how good she was. Probably was, just as good as an athlete as she is. So, 
And, and then Serena obviously joined a niche sport or a sport that you need to practice on. I, I'm always interested in wondering how if she would have just went to high school, nor you know, with the rest of the girls, like how good she could have been in in obviously basketball or track or whatever else she might have taken up. But that was pretty cool. Again, shout out to Steve Smith and, and the. And I got the name was Tyus Bowser. Tyus Bowser. Tyus Bowser. Yeah, I mean, God, there's so many good football basketballs. I mean, we could do a whole pot on that. Realistically, uh, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Deion Sanders played high high school basketball. The list, the list goes on and on. We could talk about the best the best guys who usually play basketball. Like, that's what I was saying. I'm like, if a guy's one of the greatest athletes, he better be good in another sport. You know? and if he plays football, he better be good on both sides of the ball. You know, like, don't tell me he's an All-American wide receiver He if he can't even backpedal and play DB, like, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. You're an NFL DB. You better be pretty good at receiver, which most guys are. But it's very interesting that. So I wanted to give a – kind of give the little – little uh story about that and, and and wow i just can't believe steve smith's been out of high school for 20 years so shout out to steve smith and everybody else we mentioned and for now we're out of here